0: Hello and welcome to the December 21st episode of This Week in Kirkland, the official podcast of the city of Kirkland, bringing you timely topics and noteworthy news delivered to you every week. I'm your host, Jim Lopez, one of two deputy city managers here at the city, joined today by two members of the podcast team.
1: Kate Ryan
0: and Chris Peterson. And here, my friends, are the stories we're covering this week.
1: City Hall has upcoming holiday hours and closures to watch for, and KPD arrested a suspected bank robber.
2: Bravo! Yeah, and we have tips to stay safe this holiday season, uh, support local businesses by shopping local, Yep, and uh, prep for winter weather. And you'll want to save the date for the Martin Luther King
0: Jr. Day of Service. That's coming up. But first, our big story of the week. The Kirkland Police Department made a big arrest. On December 15th, the KPD arrested a suspect linked to multiple bank robberies in the region.
1: Yeah, this was a joint investigation with KPD, the King County Sheriff's Office, and FBI in Seattle. It's a great collaboration.
0: And, you know, we just had Tiffany Trombley from the police department on the podcast. I think that was our last
1: show. Yep, Yeah, they're keeping us safe.
0: They're keeping us safe. She did a great job telling us about uh, safety tips over the holiday season and bravo KPD for the big Mm arrest. It's winter and the holidays, and we have some tips to stay safe
2: and be prepared.
1: That's right. Drinking and driving increases this time of year.
2: Yeah, the KPD and King County sheriffs will have extra patrols for DUI and speed enforcement.
1: And also, when you're on the roads and you suspect a drunk driver, someone's driving erratically, call 911 and prevent a crash from happening.
0: Now, holiday parties do increase drinking and also, unfortunately, cooking fires.
2: Yeah, you can uh, make sure you stay in the kitchen while frying, grilling, or boiling.
1: You wanna keep your stove area free of items that can catch fire, such as towels or food packaging. And in the case of a fire,
0: leave and call 911. Now, if you can safely do so, which is a big if, but if you can safely do so, smother the small pan fires with a lid. For an oven fire, turn off the heat and keep the oven door closed. I should just do that anyway. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's a good tip.
0: When you're venturing to cook those holiday cookies. (laughs) Anytime.
2: Anytime. Holidays also
0: bring porch pirates and car prowls.
2: Yeah, consider signing up for delivery alerts to know when your package arrives. Ask for a signature confirmation or ask your friendly neighbor to hold your package.
1: And remember to always lock your car doors, park in well-lit areas, don't keep valuables visible, and be aware of your surroundings.
2: So city
0: administrative offices have upcoming closures uh, and holiday hours that you need to be aware of at 12 p.m. Friday this week, December 22nd, and on all day Monday, December 25th, we would be closed. So it's a half a day this Friday, starting at noon
2: and all day Monday.
1: That's right. And then again next week, uh, half day Friday, December 29th, and all day Monday, January 1st.
2: And fire, police, and other critical services will remain fully operational as always. Yes, of course. Our our first responders never stop. (laughs) No. So the next city
0: council meeting is on January 2nd, right there at the beginning of the new year. The meeting preview will be in next week's podcast. Now, as everybody can kind of tell, winter has been a little tame so far. Lucky us. Yeah, lucky (laughs) us. So perhaps we take this respite to make sure you are prepared for more inclement weather.
1: That Um, is the best time to prepare, yes. Yes. Um, you can stay connected with up-to-date information from our city social channels or the National Weather Service and washdot all great resources.
2: Yeah, and uh, take care and prevent freezing pipes with insulation. Prevent a horrible wet disaster. Oh, yeah, gosh. that's a big one. <laughs> and plan ahead for power
0: outages. Keep blankets on hand at home and in your vehicle. You know, every time I have a power outage, I just sit in front of the TV hitting the power waiting for it to come on. <laughs> Why won't this work? It's just, yeah, it's just silly. But be be prepared, more prepared than me.
1: Uh, and keep three days of emergency food or water on hand. And you can find uh, these tips and so many more at the links in our show notes.
2: And if you got some last-minute shopping, hey, shop local.
1: There's lots of reasons to.
2: Yeah, you can find something unique and special, uh, not wait for shipping and support the local economy. Plus, it's really fun when you do it. It really is fun. And if you go to our shop local Kirkland website, you see so
0: many interesting, cool mm. businesses mm-hmm. from reasonably big businesses, midsize, small and micro businesses. And, you know, you can if you really look and have fun with it, you usually can find a really cool niche product to send out to a loved one.
1: Indeed. Indeed.
0: So the Kirkland Fire Department held a promotion and retirement ceremony for firefighters and staff on Thursday, December
1: 14th. Our very own Chief Sanford uh, led the, the officers in their new oaths of office.
2: Uh, friends and family joined in to pin the officers' new badges. And among the promotions were two honored retirees, Audrey Martin,
0: absolutely wonderful, for thirty one thirty one 31 years of service in the administration for the Kirkland Fire Department and Battalion Chief Margot Freeman, also absolutely wonderful, with 25 years of service. Wow, thank you. Yeah, thank you and congratulations. So save the date for the Martin Luther King Jr. Day of Service and more upcoming events.
1: Yeah, so this this is an annual tradition. Green-Kirkland Partnership um, hosts stewardship events for Martin Luther King Jr. Day of Service. That's going to be Monday, January 15th. You can join at Edith Moulton Park or South Norway Hill Park. Go ahead and register Pre-register with uh, info in the show notes.
2: Yeah, and it's Lunar New Year coming up on February 3rd. The Year Ooh. of the Dragon. The Year of Ooh. the Dragon. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, And people will be celebrating uh at Peter Kirk Community Center from 2 to 4 p.m. And that's on February 3rd? Yep. So don't forget to come to a candlelight
0: sound bath. Ooh. Entering Pray Tell.
1: Sounds relaxing. Yeah,
0: on January 9th and February 6th at 6.30 p.m., at Heritage Hall.
1: I'm going to need that after this season. <laughs> uh, and then we also have an open mic night for songwriters. This is at Kirkland Performance Center on January 17th at 7 p.m.
0: Now, we have a lot of really creative songwriters, performers in the city. You know who you are. You know who you know who of I speak. That's right. So please come on down and show us your amazing talents. Yeah, that's and that brings us to our last story this week, our five and five. Five minutes, five questions for the very special guest. I have a suspicion it will be five questions in 15 minutes because we have <laughs> the amazing Joe Sanford, our fire chief today. Yay. Hello. Glad thank, to be here. Thank Thanks. you for coming in, Joe. Welcome. You betcha. It's very exciting because Joe is a legend in the fire department. How long have you been with the city, Joe? 42 years. Wow. Oh. Wow. 42 years, ladies and gentlemen. So tell us, we kind of have an understanding of what the fire chief might do, but tell us about, like, what are your
3: responsibilities? What is uh, the areas of responsibilities of the fire department? Well, the fire department uh, responds to emergency calls, so obviously fires. We do fire suppression. We do emergency medical response, which is about 70% of our calls. Yeah. Yeah, wow. We uh, do hazardous materials response, technical rescue response, which would be like trench rescue or confined space, uh, high-rise buildings, that type of thing. Um, and we also do fire prevention, which we have a fire prevention bureau that does everything from code enforcement to permitting to uh, approving suppression systems going into buildings and that type of thing.
0: So you even evaluate how buildings are built? Yes, we do. Yeah, We'd like to get there before they start. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. From our perspective, Joe, we just feel you do everything to help us. That's just how. We do. We're, yeah. we're an all-hazard, all-hazard fire, fire, department. fire department. That's right. <laughs> and you're wonderful at it. Best fire department in the state. So well, thank you. Thank you. you. Yeah, thank you. Wonderful to have you. Okay, so we have a little fun before we ask you about you know the topic that you're here to talk about. And so the first question is, what brought you to the city of Kirkland originally all those years ago?
3: Well, I had, uh, when I was young... Um, We had traveled over here to the boonies. (laughs) From um, where? To Juanita Beach to uh, play when I was a kid, first learning to drive. Yeah. And then most of my family is in law enforcement. So I saw that Kirkland, so I was planning on being a Seattle cop. Oh, is that right? Hmm. And uh, I saw that Kirkland Police and Kirkland Fire were both hiring. So I said, well, I'm going to practice the test. And so I took both of those. And the day before I was supposed to take the Seattle test, the fire department called and said, hey, we'd like you to be a firefighter. And I went, firefighter? <laughs> and at the, at the time, I um, had just finished playing football in that career, and I said, okay. Wow. And then an hour later, the Kirkland Police Department called. Oh, is and that said, that right? <laughs> and they said, come be a police officer? Yeah. And I said, Sorry, uh, sorry. I just committed, fan. sorry. But I've never looked back. It's been the greatest decision, non-decision. that it. What a story. So yeah. there's this really super fun, healthy competition
0: between police and fire. There is. So <laughs> you're like literally the living embodiment of that. I get it all the you time. And not only coming from a, a family of police officers, but testing for both services. Yeah.
3: Wow. So where, where did you come from? I grew up in Seattle okay. for most of the time. So my dad, Um, I think he was hired in 1959 in Seattle and served for 32 years. My youngest brother uh, was also a uh, Seattle police officer for 30-plus years. Wow. I had another brother who was King County Sheriff. I had three uncles, one in L.A., small all police towns, officers. all police officers. So what
0: did everybody say? <laughs> when like, you became... What the heck? What the heck? <laughs> Joe, you just said, I'm, I'm cutting my own path in, in the world. Right. So I can't help myself. They're all jealous. Yeah, they're all jealous. <laughs> I, I can't help myself. I have to ask because
3: you were a big-time football player.
0: Yeah. Tell us I, a little bit about that.
3: Yeah, I, um, I was actually Don James' first recruit. And the only reason I can claim that is I graduated early from high school the same year he started with the Huskies. So I was the first of his uh, recruits that actually showed up to play. So that was in 1975.
0: So this is the University of Washington. And you were the first recruit of the Don James amazing tenure as coach. That's correct. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So, Joe, did you play in any
3: big games? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, As a matter of fact, we played in the Rose Bowl, 1978 Rose Bowl, against Michigan. Oh, Uh, cool. We won. Nice. The 1979 Sun Bowl against Texas. Oh, wow. So I know the current team is going to play Texas. We played them down in El Paso.
0: So, Joe, national championship is on the horizon for the Huskies. It is. And in the final four, Michigan texas michigan texas
3: you took them both out we
0: took them both out so they need a little joe sanford energy (laughs) yes there you go (laughs) it's just alabama hanging out there that's right well we'll take care of them too we'll take care of (laughs) them (laughs) go dogs go dogs dogs. all right so wow this is great so joe tell us a little bit about what you like best about the city or one of the things you like the best about
3: city of kirkland without question it's the people Mm yeah and uh it's not only the people I work with, but it's the people in this city. Yeah. It's just a wonderful place. I've been blessed for 42 years to work in the greatest job in the world, in yeah. the greatest place in the world. So how do you get better than that?
0: Uh, we totally agree. Yeah. It's really, we have this gorgeous city and it's the lake and the walkability and all that thing, but it really in the end it comes down to how much we all care about it yeah. mm-hmm. as it's a community.
3: Exactly right.
0: Yeah. So thank you for that. We yeah. feel the same way. Okay, so you're here to talk a little bit about holiday safety.
3: Yeah. Um, you know, traditionally, people, the first thing that comes to mind is a Christmas tree and fires in a Christmas tree. But we've really had decades of education on that, and mm-hmm. we just don't see, you know, uh, Christmas trees burning well, anymore. Well, that's good. To hear. Yeah, that's good. Um, so there's been a, a good impact. I think the next thing that we'd like to address is candles. Yeah. Um, candles are something that people exchange as gifts at Christmas. They don't have them year-round usually. Yeah. And it can lead to, hey, it's a nice thing to have going, but then you forget to put it out. Yeah. And when you forget to put it out, bad things happen. So um, that's what would be my is yeah. If you light a candle, make sure somebody's there attending it and... It's a, wonderful, it out. it's a wonderful tip, Joe, because, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> I got a candle for the
0: holidays, and I don't, I rarely, if ever, I'll put, light a candle for a birthday cake, and where's the on-off button for a candle?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Use your fingers, lick, lick your
0: fingers. <laughs> so, what I'm, but it's totally true. You You go out of a little bit your normal routine, potentially yep. during the holidays, lighting a candle, and then just
3: remembering mm-hmm. that
0: you did. It is an open flame. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's good tip. Uh, causes problems, so just remember to put it out. Yeah, thank you. So, you know, another quick question because I can't help myself. Being here for the time period that you've been here, what are some of the things that represent the greatest difference in firefighting? Like, what's
3: changed mm. in your world? Well, uh, quite a bit, uh, actually. You know, we have a tremendous em- emphasis on response times. And oh, The sure. reason we do. Forty years ago when I started, most materials inside a home were organic. They were solid wood. They were wool or cotton. And those things don't burn very fast. Today, they're made of synthetics. Um, A lot of the wood is press board, which is uh, wood chips pressed together and held by glue. And all those foam rubber cushions, all those things are made with hydrocarbons, which are essentially gasoline. Wow
1: you do not want that out yeah. of fire <laughs> you do not want <laughs> that's not in that's fire. not the right mix right <laughs>
3: and so what has changed is we try to respond um, fast enough that flashover doesn't occur and flashover tell us about that what's flashover yeah, flashover is a time in the course of a fire where the fire builds up and everything in the room all the contents ignite right and when that occurs it's Unsurvivable. Nobody can survive that. In fact, firefighters have about fifteen seconds to Holy get out cow. in Ooh. their gear. So we're trained to recognize when that's occurring. Mm-hmm. So it, forty years ago, thirty years ago, even um, flashover occurred. Uh, took about thirty minutes for a room to flash, and today, with all the contents that are in there and the changes in those contents, it can take as low as four minutes. Wow. That's, that's kind of terrifying.
1: Yeah. You know, we have a video on this. It's on our YouTube channel. Um, it's very impactful to watch. We'll yeah. put the link in the show notes.
3: Yeah. It's um, it's a side-by-side demonstration of those two rooms. Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. Wonderful. Please check that out, everybody. So, Joe, one more question. Sure. What's a favorite movie, book, TV show, something you're watching?
3: You know, probably... Um, He's smiling. <laughs> I have a lot of uh, <laughs> kids and grandkids. Yes. So we watch... Um, a lot of cartoons, and um, my favorite is Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. And, you know, he's just the eternal optimi- optimist. optimist. He's the protector of the universe. Yeah, kind of he's like a firefighter. <laughs> space <laughs> yes. ranger, yeah. He's just got all the good qualities, and, yeah. and he has all the funny lines that he's just, like, oblivious to. So,
1: And he wears uh, a helmet. And he wears a helmet. <laughs> I
0: love it. The whole series is just magical. Yeah. Toy Story. Oh, well, that's great. So thank you, Joe. Can you stick around? We have, a, we have our last segment. Sure. We ask absolutely. A, we, ask, we have a little quiz. All right. So did you know one of these options rescues the kitty of truth, while the other two, well, they're just stuck up in a tree, <laughs> <laughs> meaning we just went ahead and made them up. Okay. Okay? First one, A, is the Kirkland Fire Department has a vintage fire truck that once placed silver, second place. At the Washington State Fair for the most innovative technology.
1: Hmm.
0: B, the first self-propelled fire engine was built in 1841. Or C, most (laughs) firefighters join up for the cool looking hat. And the answer, my friends, (laughs) is B, New York firefighters put in place the first self-propelled fire engine. In
1: 1841.
0: 1841. But they were not impressed by the steam-powered engine, even though it could move under its own power. Firefighters at the time thought it was dangerous, and it emitted embers from its stacks, and early steam engines were actually prone to explode.
1: I can see why they didn't like it.
0: Now, the Kirkland Fire Department does have a vintage fire truck. And we have a cool video on that, right?
1: Yes, we do. It's
0: so a
3: 1929 La France, and there was probably only three manufacturers back then. At the time. So innovative technology would have been the same. See, but so
0: maybe, we, maybe it would have won it.
3: Like there's only Could've three, maybe, right?
0: Yeah. There's yeah. only three. But well, we made it up. Thank you, Joe, for being on the podcast. You are wonderful. Joe Sanford of the Kirkland Fire Department.
3: Thank you. I appreciate being here. Thanks.
1: Thank you. Uh, don't forget to sign up for a day of stewardship for Martin Luther King Jr. Day.
0: And that does it this week, my friends. You've been listening to This Week in Kirkland. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. share. Special thanks to Anthony Girardi, David Walbrook, and Sue Romero for their behind-the-scenes magic. Thank you. And our next episode is on December 28th. Until then, stay Stay connected, connected, Kirkland.